Hello and welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for our weekly podcast designed for God-centered entrepreneurs who seek to build a business that honors God and serves his people. Welcome to our weekly dose of success, God's way. It's exciting to be here with you guys. Thank you for your patience. I know we're a little bit later. If you are listening to this on the podcast, welcome to, I think, episode 22, which is so exciting. And thank you for following along. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, it is the Hustle with Heart podcast. And I would love for you to subscribe and um, leave me some comments and some reviews and that kind of thing. But I'm coming to you a little bit later than usual. I just literally walked in. Um, It's 9.15. I walked in at 9.09 from taking my daughter back to Philadelphia, where she lives and uh, goes to school. And I'm excited to be here with you guys tonight. I was sitting in church today. First of all, let me back up and say um, that you know that everything that I share with you comes from my own experience, things that I'm going through. different resources. So yes, this these topics come to me from the Holy Spirit, but it's often inspired by a podcast or a sermon or what have you that, um, that I've listened to. And you also know that it is my strong belief that virtually every single personal development book that's out there that is not overtly biblically based is founded in the Bible, because that's where it all starts. And I know that will ruffle some feathers and I'm okay with that. I'm just speaking my truth and uh, that's what I'm here to do. So this came to me today. Um, We've been on a series at church talking about the 10 commandments. And today we were talking about the sixth commandment, which is thou shalt not commit murder. But we looked at murder from the standpoint of how we think of people and how we speak to people. And it got me thinking about the power of words and not just the power of the words that we're speaking over others, but really the power that we're speaking is about power of the words that we're speaking into ourselves, which is incredibly important because words can cut you like a knife. They can tear you down. And we often think it's other people's words that do that to us. But I am here to tell you as a God-centered entrepreneur, or even if you're not God-centered and you're just somehow tuning into this, these five inches between our ears and, and what's happening in our minds, which starts with the words that we're speaking to and to ourselves and over our lives and over our businesses can uh, set us up for incredible success or tear us down in failure. And I don't know about you, but I've often been called out by my friends who will say things, you know, I recently was having lunch with friends and I said, you know, I just, I think this is something that I have to learn. And and my friend said, "Uh, I think you've learned it. So stop living in that story, right? So I'm coming to you tonight about the power of words. I'm going to start of the Uh, talking about the power of the tongue and what the Bible says about this. And then we'll kind of wrap it all together and and talk about what that means for us as God-centered entrepreneurs and how we speak life over ourselves and over the people that we do business with. So in Proverbs 18, 21, the verse says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat 
its fruit. You guys, our words are so powerful. And throughout scripture, we are told that the tongue can really do um, damage or good. In James 3, 8, he says, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. So just pointing out that in our human world, uh, the tongue can, can really be used as a weapon. And we have to be careful of that. So let me, before I go on to my, our other verses, let me talk a little bit about um, what, what that means for us as entrepreneurs and speaking life over ourselves. You have heard me talk in the past about the power of I am and how anything you say after the two words I am are the most powerful words that you can say because God is the great I am. This is my I am card. I know you're seeing it a little bit backwards. And... I have more recently gotten away from reading this every day, but I, I created this and I laminated it because I wanted to read it every single day. You may have heard a million people talk about affirmations and that's all great. And I'm here to tell you that the most powerful affirmations there are, are the ones that are in this book of the Bible because they're, the, they're God's spoken words. It's what God says you are right? So a few of my I am statements, I am more than a conqueror through him who loved me, Romans 8, 37. I am strength. I am clothed in strength and honor, Proverbs 31, or 31, 25. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 30, 139, 14. I am transformed by the renewing of my mind, Romans 12, 2. These are all I am statements. So the question is, what are you saying about yourself? I heard someone the other day affirm several times something that they were not good at. As my coach, Don Schuler often will say is that's not my zone of genius. So it's acknowledging that I'm not good at something or it's not really an area that I may excel in, but without putting myself down. You'll hear children say it all the time. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at writing papers. I'm not good at grammar. Well, guess what? The more we tell ourselves we're not good at something, what do you think our brain is going to do? Our brain is going to continue to reinforce that. And then we will experience opportunities to further prove that we are not good at that, right? So we have to understand that the tongue is powerful and the, there is power in the words that we speak. Uh, there's a fantastic song by the artist Toby Mac. He's a Christian artist. I think he is brilliant and it's called speak life and my question to you is how are you speaking life over your business and yourself how are you speaking life over those around you the things that you're saying to yourself that are negative would you want someone to say those to your children or your mother or your sister or brother no of course you wouldn't but we tend to be our own worst critics and we tend to be the hardest on ourselves, which means our tongue we use as a weapon against ourselves. And that is the power of words in our business. So imagine if you started affirming what you actually are based on the Bible because you're a God-centered entrepreneur and how powerful that could be. 
a few of my other Bible verses. And you know what? I'll take a picture of this and post it so that you guys can see what are, where are the verses that I, that I got these from. I am chosen, holy, and blameless before God, Ephesians 1, 4, and Colossians 3, 12. I am predestined by God to obtain his inheritance, Ephesians 1, 11. I am God's workmanship created in Christ for good works, Ephesians 2, 10. I have a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1, 7. So again, what, what are the words that you're saying? I also want to ask you, as you're praying over your business, what are you asking God to bless? Are you asking him to bless what you want? Or are you asking him what he wants and asking him to bless you to stand in the center of that will? I want to give you an example of that. You know, up until about 2015, every time I prayed over my business, I was praying over what I wanted, not asking God, what does he want and how could I best stand in the middle of that? Since I shifted that, a number of things have begun to happen for my business. Number one, this community right here was born out of this idea of hustle with heart, which was born out of how do I take my experience as an entrepreneur and building a God-centered business and bring that to life for others? Because I'm here to tell you, as entrepreneurs, there's a lot of damage being done out there by people telling others that their why is not big enough or that they're not doing enough. And that just serves, again, power of the tongue, right? So in shifting that, Hustle with Heart was born. Um, my vision, One of my visions is to be part of Proverbs 31 Ministries in some way, shape, or form. If you know Lisa Turkhurst, she's one of the big founders of Proverbs 31 Ministries. She's an author, etc. Well, I was looking for a women's leadership conference and the conference I'm going to this weekend, which is called She Speaks, is a Proverbs 31 conference. But wait, it gets better. And I think I shared this with you all the other day. I was contacted by this guy to be interviewed for a faith and business summit. And I said, how did you even find me? And he said, well, I was putting together this summit. I was looking for a few speakers so we could do a four-day online summit and have three, three to four speakers a day. And I told my team to go out and find people who mesh business and faith. And I said, very specifically, I'm looking for people who hustle with heart. Well, how do you think you found me? Because I am the hustle with heart coach. And that's what I post about. So my point is when we are affirming who we are in Christ and who, what our business is, and that our business is here to honor God and serve his people. Guess what? He is going to then bless that because we're being obedient to recognize who we are in him and the words that we're using are affirming that. I hope that makes sense. Let's talk about speaking life over our organizations or our businesses or our colleagues. Um, you know, one of the things that I just recently started doing is I use the Voxer app on my phone and I started doing a daily message less than a minute to my growing Arbonne organization. So I get on for one minute and I give them a verse um, I, you know, tell them I'm thinking about them, build them up so that when they get up or they get going in their day, they can listen to that. And they're hearing from someone who believes in them and sees them as Christ sees them, even if they aren't fully devoted followers of Christ. It's something that the Holy Spirit gave me to do. And so now it's part of my daily routine. Are you speaking life over the people that you work with? 
Maybe they're not your favorite people. Maybe they make their your day really difficult. But how could you be grateful for that? And how could you express that? You know, Lord, I know that Susie can be a true pain in my butt, but I know there's a lesson in there for me. So Lord, let me just be present to understand and learn what that lesson is so that I can be most effective for you in this workplace. So think about how the power of your words can be over other people. We are people of influence as God-centered entrepreneurs. And so how we're speaking life over our clients, over our business partners, over the organization that we work for, over God's place in our organization and in our business makes a difference. Because tell me if you've ever been in a situation where something you said broke someone else down and you probably regret it and you've probably been apologetic but that's the power of the tongue and that's the power of words. So let me give you a couple more verses um, to finish this out. So I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, and this is what it says. Casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And let me read you what Charles Stanley says. Paul speaks a great deal about training the mind to think in a way that honors God because the mind is the primary battlefield of spiritual warfare. Remember those five inches I talked about, right? Remember that what you focus your mind on has lasting ramifications. And imagine the ramifications of saying those things out loud. This is because a thought reaps an action and action reaps a habit. A habit reaps your character and your character reaps your destiny. Now I'm positive. You've probably heard that in some other professional development book. It is biblically based. Therefore, we must reject anything that does not honor Christ in our thinking. And I'm going to challenge you to reject anything that does not honor him in our words. And again, I'm not just talking about the words that we're speaking over others. What are you saying to yourself? In that same vein, let me go to Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, which says, set your mind on things above not things on the earth. So don't think in a worldly way, which of course also references Romans 12 2, which is to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Get in the word, that's personal development, 101, and renew your mind. But really where I want to take you is Colossians 3, 15 and 16. And this is what it says. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you were also called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And this is what Charles Stanley says. Whatever we say to one another, whether we do so through sermons, lessons, testimonies, songs, or just casual conversation should be with the purpose of spurring each other on to love God more, to put God more central in your business. I added that last part. We cannot grow in our relationships with Jesus or mature in our walks without the encouragement, help, and instruction of others. Guess what? Others cannot grow either if we're not pouring that into them through the power of our words, through the power of 
our words. I want to leave you with this idea that the tongue is a powerful instrument. It can be used for good or it can be used for evil. Tomorrow is Monday morning. When you get up on Mondays, if, if you're not an entrepreneur um, or you're working uh, full-time on your job and part-time on your fortune, as Jim Rohn would say, you kind of might be cursing your Monday and you kind of might be cursing the people around you. And I hope that you'll take today's weekly dose, um, this podcast, perhaps, if you're listening to it, and think about what are the words that you're using when you first get up in the morning. If you're saying, I'm so tired, that's the power of I am right there, right? I'm not getting enough sleep. There's the power of I am right there. I really want to challenge you to think about what are the words that you're speaking over others, but most importantly, what are the words you're speaking over yourself? There is so much power in words. There is so much power in the tongue. And so I also want you to think about how can you pray over an upcoming conversation? I have a conversation tomorrow um, with one of my um, clients in my consulting business. And I'm anticipating it might be a little bit of a challenging conversation because she wants to give me some feedback on some work that we recently did. And I don't know if it's up to her standards because I had part of um, my fellow consultants manage it. That said, I'm praying over that. I've been praying over that conversation this weekend. And I'm going to pray over that conversation before I pick up the phone at 11 o'clock tomorrow to have this discussion with her. Why? Because words are powerful, you guys. Words are powerful. And you have to know how are you using them? How are you using this weapon that we have? Is it a weapon of peace or is it a weapon of destruction in the tongue? So I hope you find that helpful. Um, get down below if you're in the Success God's Way community and comment. Let me know how this resonated with you. Let us know how we can pray over you. Maybe this is an area of real challenge for you, the words that you're using for yourself or for others. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I'd love to hear your comments as well. And please subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review. And as always, follow me on Facebook to see my daily dose. I do that as me, Erin Fagan Harrigan, because it just reaches the broader audience. But I do share it in the Success God's Way group as well, as well as in my YouTube channel. Um, and I hope that you guys found this helpful. I know it's reminding me of some prayers that I need to pray over some more conversations that are happening this week. Uh, but there is power in our words. Let's use them wisely and in a way that honors God and serves his people. Have a great week, guys. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about Success God's Way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode.